everything. It's about whatever you like to talk about. But let me introduce you. Hi, okay, thank sorry. you guys for tuning in to Miss D Happiness, the Spengali Goddess. And yes, we have a special guest today. And you know what? The women are rocking because that's all I'm doing is all women so far. So this is another lovely friend of mine. Um, I, um, we hit a couple of mics. I don't know what she might want to talk about because she's into a lot of different things. <laughs> But I'm gonna let her. Um, I'm gonna let her introduce herself. Tell the listeners your name. Hi, my name is Dawn Weir, and I do stand-up comedy under Red Goddess of Love on IG. Most people will introduce me as Red Dawn because oh. I am a natural redhead. Oh, okay. I mean, not anymore. I do pick my color red now at okay. this age. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and talking about age, hey, that was a good subway. So tell oh. people, what generation are you from? Oh, my Lord. Yes. The generation of the four-finger $40 bag, the real cocaine, the good acid, oh, the masculine. I never used none of that. I'm sorry. That's okay. All the born... people out there will know what I'm talking about. <laughs> What's up, what year is What generation is it? I know it's, I was born. Uh, generation Jones. Okay. So if, so what is that? You know what? I found I'm like out... right in the middle. But I'm like at the very end of mm-hmm. Generation Jones. Mm-hmm. I thought I was a baby boomer. You know what? This is it's a oh, fight. Oh wait, that's, okay. That, I am you, a baby boomer. You, 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 there's a fight because if you look at this, um, I, my husband's like, no, this is wrong. But when you look at this, um, there's like almost twenty something generations. I'm so just, the, I'm so sorry. The, so the baby boomer, wait, wait, baby, it's a baby boomer one, and there's a generation of baby boomer two. But baby boomer two and generation Jones are fighting amongst themselves. So you really uh, are a gen- baby, uh, a baby boomer too. Um, no, two I am. I was thinking of my favorite sex position, oh, okay. not where year I was born. Oh, so- I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So I am a baby boomer. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, you're a baby boomer. I'm glad you figured that one out. <laughs> my dyslexic is not where my brain is. It's okay. It's that's okay. where it goes to when I'm stressed out uh, and I have a lot of things on my plate. But mm-hmm. I'm excited to share them with you. No problem. I have a few questions. And my brain always goes to sex, too. My husband always says, why is everything you talk about is sex? Because that's all, what I like. Most women I like, really I like love it. sex. And I like, I love it. Like, okay. I love it. And what okay. I found is most people that love sex or enjoy it we're the best at it right oh okay because <laughs> you're always really good at something you love and enjoy i hear that i mean so i'm good at sucking off a shrimp um head too yeah huh? <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna get into the that was enough. It's it's not, I do not edit. I do not edit either. So this is all this is on good there. Stuff, man. Okay. We just keep flowing. No, no, no. What made you choose on becoming a comedian? Um. Wow. When I was a kid, I was one of those kids that would take the brush and turn it upside down, <laughs> and, and like do comedy and sing and all this stuff and. Mom was deaf, so she didn't tell me I was off key. That was a joke. <laughs> um, you know, I always wanted to be on Saturday Night Live in a variety show and have my own variety show. And I've been blessed enough to have a couple variety shows. Mm-hmm. And um, is it working? 
Let's go. I got you. And um, I just, I've always been entertaining and like to entertain people. I mean, you know, we always used to build the stage on the coffee table and put the sheets mm -hmm. up, you know, in the entryway. You make our own stage and stuff. And in junior high, I was the one that petitioned for the dance, our first school dance mm. and our first school show, mm. which was the gong show, oh, okay. which is a perfect lead into my future. Mm -hmm. And the only deal with that is I would belly dance, but I had to win the gong show. You know what? I, I you when when my my it, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's, it's funny. Sure. Because I'll 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 say it later. But um <laughs> you're taking me back to the, the brush and the the, the plane in the See, mirror. Because right? me oh, me and my sister used to take a brush and we would tie our robes around our hair and be Sunny and Cher. Oh my God. Yes. yes. Sunny and Cher yes. and Maria and Donnie exactly. Osmond. Exactly. And, exactly. Um, the Hee Haw Show. Exactly. All and that. all of that. Exactly. And pretend. Mm -hmm. And like, mm -hmm. we'd put up picture frames that had no nothing in it. Okay. Like Hee Haw and tell jokes inside the picture oh, frame wow. in the mirror. So yeah. we'd be different. That would tell me I'm different people. Okay. And then, of that's course, cool. there was always civil. No. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. But it helped me switch. So it's been really cool. And now everything, I don't know what my block was, but my block's over in 2023. Okay, what block? I, I don't know. But I've a always mental... wanted to do that since I was a kid. Okay. And I did a couple commercials in my 30s. But this last year and this year has been great i've done commercials and movies that's great uh, applied for another uh movie mm -hmm. so i hope i get that you will you put it and, in existence you'll get it yeah positive bring it and out there and come right back very excited about the commercial i just did for eco sheets okay i'm gonna be the flow of detergent laundry sheets okay and they're really great it's just a sheet it looks like a piece of paper right it leaves no residue on your hands you just throw it in the wash mm -hmm. or you give your dirty husband a hug when he comes home you have one on your hand put it in his back time to go drop his clothes in the washer and your laundry's done oh wow okay well, i know right so this is some out of space kind of stuff huh? this is great stuff wow. yes it's okay. all echo friendly yeah and delivered to you echo friendly it's all about you and the best thing about it is like I own a nonprofit mm -hmm. and we're working on me becoming one of their nonprofits mm. but every time you buy a package mm -hmm. of soap online you get to pick well, who they give to and they have a list of charities so they give back when you buy mm. which is what my charity is about too that's so awesome like, we'll, we'll get, get we'll, to that later exactly, exactly. <laughs> we're still seeing on the why, comedy why? no 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 you could get into that too but why why are you or why are you or your generation the way you are I don't know, because we were raised by real parents that beat the shit out of us if we did something wrong and didn't say, oh, honey, we need you to be happy. And then, like, now that you're happy, you're making me fucking miserable. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Exactly. Because you're 40 you. years old and you're at home on the sofa. What the hell happened to you? I don't know. But, um... No, I think there was, I think there was a big shift in society 
um, probably in the late 90s, maybe before then. I don't know, maybe the women, World War II was probably when it started. Mm. When women, men and women are different. Well, sure. And we each have our place in society. Right. And since the women, World War II, when the men were off fighting for our country and dying, and women had to step up and support the country. Mm-hmm. And then the men, when they came home, didn't obey the Bible, where it says you have to take care of your brother's wife if something should happen to him. And all these women were left with no husbands because of the war. And they had to go work. They didn't necessarily want to. Mm-hmm. It was a necessity. <laughs> mm-hmm. We, I mean, think about it. Women have... Mm-hmm. You go. You been go. more have evolved where men have not really evolved yet. Mm. I mean, ask a man how he's evolved over since 1950. And they are, what can they say? We still go to work. We still come home, but we quit raising our kids. We left our kids and our family. Mm-hmm. And so where did you evolve? Mm-hmm. So it's, I think that was the downfall to society. And I think now a lot of people that are like over 35 are trying to get back into that connection and really find their role. And women want a masculine man. I do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We say what we want. Then when you get it, then we don't appreciate it. Well, you have to define it. Mm-hmm. And I, I've always said you got to love yourself so love someone myself. else can love you more. Exactly. And when you're with somebody and you're not appreciating them for what? Loving you? Making you happy? That's your problem, not theirs. And that's when you sit down and you start talking to your partner and say, listen, I got stuff to work on. We help me? This is what I'm working on. I'm sorry it's spilling onto you. Right. And really... You need to, one thing that failed in my marriage was we grew together and separately until we had a child. We defined our relationship until we had a child. Mm -hmm. And then we never sat down and redefined our relationship when we had a child. Mm -hmm. And neither of us knew what the rules were Mm -hmm. or what the game plan was. Mm -hmm. So, wow, I'm going deep. For I didn't mean to go to that. But but no, it's just, you know, the separation. So, you don't know what... We didn't have a game plan for the next phase of life. Because I think marriage is more like a tree. And you come together and you start branching out. Mm -hmm. And once you start figuring out what direction you're going to (laughs) grow. You know what I mean? Then... You're gonna die. We all gonna die. Yeah. So. So you're saying but, your generation was more they they whooped ass, and and you understood. Because to me, I thought I'm, I'm kind of I'm my parents kind of from that generation. So for me as a child, I'm they. It was more of a bullying thing to me. It wasn't a whooping. It was like I have authority to beat the shit out of your ass, and oh, I was just like, yeah, and it was just like I thought that was bully mentality. Oh, yeah. No, that's very true. But there was 
my mom followed through with her bully and so she told me she was going to hit me once and if I did it again she was going to backhand me and I did it I got backhanded no, I got hit with whatever whatever, whatever, whatever was yeah, in the room and that's, 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 that's not cool oh mine was going to pick my switch from the willow yeah, tree is all that oh that was the worst the yeah. weapon didn't never hurt as much as picking the right switch from the right, tree right I'm like let's pick this little one let's no, thorn one, uh -huh. one. Oh my god yeah, they're my all gonna fucking hurt that's my grandma but it um so I'm one of the children probably from the, you know, from the baby boomer side, uh, I guess. And um, I would just say, I don't think it happened with my era. I just, my, I think my era, my era, well, my era probably bred the children, my daughter. But she's not even a millennial. But um, before my daughter, people wanted change. They felt like it was bullying. They feel like uh, you, you, you don't get a lot by just whooping a child, whooping a child, wait, whooping a child. Wait, that's not it. Your ambition is gone now. Why? I mean, when you participated in sports, did everybody get a trophy? Who, 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 who you know, you don't pay me. You know, I ain't went to no sports. I don't okay, win. in your generation, with I, you, I played the flu. Did they get, did everybody get a participation no, generation? Because no. no, that's you're a loser. when it went down. You're a loser. When they made everybody equal, right? they okay. took away everybody's ambition. Okay. That, was, that was way and before my daughter. Because, mm -hmm. oh, okay. So, like, my kid, I'm, you know, at the baseball field, he's playing t-ball, and I'm like, go run, you can do it, and they're like, you can't yell at the kids, I'm like, I'm not yelling at the kids, I said, bad about about a swing, is yelling at them, I guess, but I did that too. Oh, God, no. <laughs> and it became this patsy thing, so when my son got a trophy in front of everybody and they came in dead last mm -hmm. and did absolutely nothing and he was all excited and I looked at him like he was crazy he goes what's wrong mommy I said I need you to know that this trophy is bullshit is cost me $45 I said and this trophy does not mean that you won in any kind of way right I go did you win one game he goes no I said, then why do you have a trophy if you've never won anything? I said, this is a participation trophy. This meant that you showed that your mommy paid $45 and you showed up enough for me to pay $45 to play. I go, I go, and you made no effort whatsoever, nor did your team or coach or anything. And I said this in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. And I had such trouble. But my kids since then has never taken a participation trophy. Okay. And he threw it in the trash on the way out of the park. Mm -hmm. And even when we moved, I said, go through your room, pick what you want. I was amazed at how many awards and ribbons and stuff he threw away. And we had a long talk about it. And he was like, no, he goes, these are the ones I know I worked hard for and I won and I was worthy of. Okay. He goes, the other ones... Not so much. Mm -hmm. uh, and now he's making a great job, making over 24 bucks an hour, supporting himself, mm -hmm. and just turned 21. That's great. That's great. That's so good. I think... There's no parent. There's no book to parenting. Oh, my you know, God. There's not. But we all see what happened. It's, it's, it's no book to parenting because I know me, myself, I, I, I'll say a story where um, my daughter was running track. I didn't do no sports. You know, I tried. I was like, there's too much damn running. But I do work <laughs> out. I do work. I, I got into the gym and stuff when I got later in life. But um, she, she, I used to be a cab driver for many years out here, like two and a half years or something like that. And um, when you're a cab driver, you work like 12 hours a day. Oh, okay? they work hard. hard. It's hard. So my daughter, track is like four hours. 
So I'm coming from a 12-hour job, still dressed in my cab, raggedy-ass outfit, and you're going to be out here for four hours, and you walk, you running like a gazelle? That was the only time I told my daughter, don't you ever waste my motherfucking time like that. You better, you better act like you got some, you better act like Speedy Gonzalez on this bitch. I work four fucking hours. <laughs> All right? And hell no. But we go to the no, next question. No. <laughs> How can we, the listeners, understand this generation? I think you broke it down. You're saying it happened pretty much the millennium kind, like just being, you know, just giving a. Pro- well, we you wanted to make everybody Equal. happy without earning anything. Okay. And there was no ambition. You're right about that. You are right about that. And then you that. had no dreams and no goals. You don't. Yeah. And then you wonder why you're home at your mom's sofa. Exactly. With chips on your belly. Right. <laughs> Maybe we go to this one. How are you bringing that generation to the comedy scene? your generation wow that's a good question i guess just telling stories about my life Mm -hmm. and um talking about things in a real kind of almost real way yeah because you don't want to be too real on stage but i think all comedy is at least 75 80 percent real exactly and then embellishments or changes here Mm -hmm. or there not to hurt mm-hmm. yourself exactly or still have a family <laughs> or stay married you know what i mean <laughs> have your children still talk to you you know yeah i understand yeah um, what brought you to comedy um another comic mm. i don't know i've been funny for a long time i've always been really funny and comedic mm-hmm. but it, my first um place of comic is a place that's gone now it was in the hood um, I've always done comic in the hood mm-hmm. because I did. I was so embarrassed. I didn't want people that knew me to hear my comedy. Oh my God! What? <laughs> no, stop it! No, I did. So the first place was um, on the Spanish Mexican side of town. Oh, they don't want to even understand what you told. Essay? Ooh, essay? Oh ooh. my God! They don't want to understand what you were saying. <laughs> um, the, and my friend that took me there. Mm-hmm. She left right after she did her say. Okay. And I was like, oh, well, I, I ain't going up now. Well, but None it was American, Spanish, well? Uh, no, it was everybody was okay, there. I okay. just go to the totally different side of town from which I live on okay. to mm-hmm. do comedy. Mm-hmm. So there are less chances okay. somebody would know me. Oh, my. <laughs> They'll know you. Well, now they're going to, yes. Oh, my God. But, um, so I was talking to this young kid, Mike, and I told him I was going up, and he's like, you're funny. He goes, have you planned anything? I said, no. I said, she was going to help me, and she just, like, left. And so they called my name, and he raised my hand, and I was kind of pushed on stage, and all night, they had been asking me, do I do stand-up or do I do improv? Mm -hmm. So this was my first joke. You guys have been great. You're asking me, do I do stand-up? Do I do improv? Do I do improv? Do I do stand-up? I said, I don't know. This is my first time. Since we really had to think about it. And if I date under 35, it's all improv. And if I date over 50, it's totally about the stand-up. That was your first and joke? That was my first oh, joke. Oh, that was cool. And it killed it. That's right? cool. Everybody laughed and stuff and then i had nowhere to go so i because i didn't plan anything okay so i said well you know i said so i once dated this paraplegic i said but i didn't know he was a paraplegic till he showed up to my door in crutches going like this 
<laughs> and they were like, you nodding your head. And then I talked about having sex with the paraplegic. Mm -hmm. And then it went no. right down. Cripples aren't supposed to have sex, right? But or at least good sex, and <laughs> I don't know. Okay. And then I was like bombing, so I just said, "So you're mad I didn't fuck a quad and left and <laughs> <laughs> walked off." Oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay, You've been ballsy all the time, so right? So that was my first stand-up. Okay. Like two minutes. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a great two it minutes. Was. It was. It was scary. It was a roller coaster ride. It started out good, dropped my stomach, sunk, and then I think I ended at the top. But just okay. gotta ask a quad. Oh my god! Oh my god! How long have you been doing com doing comedy? Um, as a single mom, at night after my kid went to bed, which I am just making up right now for legal purposes. Okay. Um, okay. What? Probably about eight years. Okay. All right. Nine years. That's a long, that's a good time. I had my own show in Nebraska during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. That, that is all telling. Mm -hmm. That was one night when your comics don't show up at all. Mm. And you got to do an hour and 40 minutes by yourself. Mm. <laughs> the community learns a lot about your life. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. That had to be, that had to be crazy. Don't okay. you always feel good when you're doing I your feel, interviews? I love it. I'm so sorry. I'm sure That's it's okay. my, my stalker scam lately coming. That's okay. I apologize That's for okay. that. So it's, it's good. good. It's, it's, I like it. It is good. good. I feel good. I you got the soul. Is there anyone you can say that you mimic or took a liking to that shaped you to who you are today? Besides my mama mm -hmm. and yeah. my grandpa, okay. my grandma. Those are good people. My family. Okay. Yeah. Um, on the entertainment wise, God, I remember sitting and watching Johnny Carson and Lucille Ball and um, Great people. Great people. All I mean, Mary Tyler Moore and mm -hmm. uh, Carol Burnett. Exactly. Oh my god, the Carol Burnett show. Right. Remember laughing so hard. I do. Mom would say like, "Oh, I peed my pants. I gotta go to the bathroom." And the commercial would come on just on time or waddle to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Okay, so the the I'll say I'll call them the greats. Like I I I, oh, I I'm core. yeah. And and I, I I've talked to a few people, and everyone always say I don't watch comedy. I don't consider me watching comedy. I. I watched those. I, that was comedy. That was comedy to me. You know, shows that got the wit. Boom, boom, boom. You're like, why there? Boom. I like. That's what I'm looking at. That's oh, comedy. Oh yeah, that's comedy. That is comedy. And I think that comes too when you figure out how to tell stories about your life. Mm -hmm. Like I'm sure there's this like, you know, raising my kid when I was potty training him, and he made the biggest discovery of his life. He found it. He found it. I mean, he was so excited that he had found this. I got the claps before I even knew what it was. Mm -hmm. And he throws himself on the ground, points to his scrotum, and says, I found it. I found my little brain, Mommy. Oh, so, wow. Oh, my God. Stop it. Just telling stories like that that are true. Mm -hmm. And then turn the twist. And 
yeah, the twist was that was I about peed my pants laughing so hard. Oh I told God. you, you are right. Don't you ever use that little brain. It's not big enough to think properly. Oh my God, you know, mess this little boy up. Oh, he's a good guy. I saw the picture yeah, of him. No, he's a, very he's a good guy. He's and now handsome, so, he protects yeah. his head all the time. He, mm -mm, mm -mm. he uses it. He did call me once and he said, Mom, he goes, you were right. The little brain took over the other night. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. So, well, you know, and don't let it happen again. Or you have to cut that little brain off. <laughs> mm -mm -mm. What doors are you trying to open? Oh, wow. A lot. Just give us a feel. And I'm going to open two of them. Mm -hmm. Um... Can you just say this now? I'm getting two shows. So okay. this is what I'm... Yes! You go, I'm girl! Opening you heard it first. No, really, right here, you're the first one. You're hearing it first. Look at this. Look it's at this. true. Okay, good. So it's at Coop's um, Cabaret Hotspot at 953 Sahara. Mm -hmm. And it had a soft opening Sunday, which was amazing okay so please go to dawn smith on facebook my social media and check it out okay um it's going to be the place that brings vegas back to vegas we hope a place that you can go have a brunch and a drink and enjoy a great show great so um we're talking about having a show on friday nights mm-hmm It'll be called the Not For Nothing Love Show. Okay. And it have a co-host and a panel of expert relationship people mm -hmm. or people that have been in relationships, in extraordinary relationships. Or not that we're all in extraordinary, just that are able to talk about it, I guess. Right. And be open about real life. Exactly. And We'll have a topic and take information from the audience. I will teach them how to compliment, how to engage. Because no matter how cute you are, if you go up and say something weird to somebody, you're a geek all of a sudden and you're done. Mm -hmm. um, we'll talk about the best places and times to meet people in Vegas. Oh, wow. Because um, there's certain things that people miss out on in this town that are just crazy. And one of them's going on right now and I'm not even there. Oh, wow. So, it's, What is that? Well, come to the show. Oh, okay, okay, stuff. okay. I can't give everything Okay, no, I was news, no, 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 you, you were saying it was something no, right but now. Right now it's happening. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So there's certain things all around Vegas that you can go to and meet the opposite sex. And they're in your professional level. And we're just going to teach you how to compliment, engage, and hopefully get laid. All right. So, I heard that. The laid party. Yeah. All right. Get a tune-up, huh? <laughs> a sip and a tune-up at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're a couple, uh -huh. you can come and, you know, things haven't been as hot as they should be. Mm. Come and hopefully get some tips on how to engage and make each other feel sexy again. Okay. And then, you know, when you're feeling sexy, it's always going to lead to something good. It always does. And if you're single, you can, there's will be an upcharge and you can stay for a speed dating. 
so you can practice what you just learned uh, and then you can come back on Sunday and enjoy our comedy variety show oh okay there's a lot going so, on so yeah so you can have a whole weekend come to the show on Friday night mm -hmm. do your speed dating hook up come back to the cabaret on Saturday night for a date or just get to know each other and then Sunday, come back and enjoy the comedy show and show me and everybody how much the hookup worked. Okay. Oh, that sounds nice. That does sound like a TV show. Oh, wow. It's, Let's take it to the next level, it girl. Does, it sounds like a TV show. All oh, right. Okay. I, I'm, I'm down with that. I was just <laughs> excited about making a TV commercial oh, now. God. Speaking to existence, I guess. Speaking into existence. I love existence. it right now. Right. Where Amen. Do, okay. Where do you want to be? at on this journey that you're on on this journey in what five years and how i want i would like to be producing my one woman show okay not with me as a woman mm -hmm. about the one woman collectively from womanhood starting your period to mm -hmm. death okay um and just talk about that in a real way mm -hmm. and how we feel oh i can i can um, i can introduce introduce you to someone i went to because um, you know i do the i know how to talk about sex because i do the pure romance parties but i was having an event and there was a lady we were talking about the woman so she's a spiritual person and that was the whole thing about from birth to, to childhood, to period, to teenager, to mother, you know, it, to and grandmother, beyond. and beyond. So if and you would like her information, she's very spiritual. You guys can get together oh, and maybe talk about. Be great. Yeah, this is, she's very she's very enlightening. Um, so that and my my main focus in life is the Giving Water. Okay. Thegivingwater.org, and our purpose is to hydrate America okay. and provide water. So you can give through your bottled water budget. Okay. So we will be supplying the cannabis lounges ooh, with bottled ooh, water. Hear that? Look at this lady. She's moving. She's doing that. I told you she was. I, she has. She had a lot of stuff. She has a little, tons, lot. tons of stuff. She's and in I everything. I have a few more things in the back of my head. I want to bring to the front. Okay. Okay. But no, we'll be supplying the cannabis lounges mm -hmm. with water because mm. water and the giving water is the cure for cotton mouth. Yes, it is. And it, they have to provide water. So why not provide water that gives back to the community? Mm. So on your slip, you can make a donation. And the sponsors go home with the bottled water in the hand. So we'll put a show on here for you where you can get tickets for a show. Cannabis companies and different dispensaries. And, of course, a lawyer and a bondsman in case you get in big trouble in Vegas. Mm. <laughs> and then, of course, a real estate agent and a mortgage company and stuff like that yes. in case you want to move here. Right. And a car dealer, too, because they always got to be on there. Uh, and okay. then, you know, these sponsors give back to the community and you know who supports you and enables you to give and it's your cure for cotton mouth. Wow. Okay. I like it. So right. contact thegivingwater.org. You hear it. We're going to get all our information and put it at the end of, of the description, at the end of this um, taping. 
Yes, and with the giving water too, I'm just gonna shout out, you can take a chug challenge. So all you gotta do is sip or drink a bottle or a glass of water, challenge somebody else to do the same, then go to thegivingwater.org or PayPal slash thegivingwaterus and make a donation and hydrate your heart. But definitely do it to the rap song, Hydrate America, Drink Water, because this girl just dropped her first rap song. Look at this. First round. First thing. <laughs> Dropping new information. Drink water. Okay. Hydrate America. Okay. Drink water. Okay. We should be playing that in the background. Uh, are you? Here. Are you? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, we will I not be doing that. But no, no. Is this on uh, iTunes or anything? How this do you get on any place. Um, okay. Spotify, YouTube, iTunes. It, I can pull it up on Pinterest. I don't know why. I think okay, we well, you know up on Pinterest, but you um, and it's, still it's on Instagram. It's by the Redhead Don. No, Redhead, it's Don. Um, the giving. It's okay. by Dizzle the Diamond is mm -hmm. the featured artist on it. Okay, um, Don Weir, and just type in Hydrate America, drink water. You got that? Like into YouTube or anything like that, mm -hmm. and thumbs up. Um, subscribe and make a comment on how shocked you are that I'm gonna get all the information I put out there. We Mom. can do it. It's all fun. Right. So I want to see you chugging. I want to see all you beautiful people in America right. drinking. Yes. I, I cannot hydrate America alone. And when you, you can one of y'all help. Exactly. And when you all come together, the giving water has been accepted to break the Guinness Book of World Records. Ooh. And that takes a lot of money, so please make a donation. Okay. But we right. will have the most people hydrate at one time. Mm-hmm. Or the most people hydrate in one place. Mm. So I'm looking for a stadium. Let's manifest the Lincoln, Nebraska Stadium. It holds 89,000 people. Oh, wow. And it's kind of in the middle of America, mm -hmm. the belly button of America. Okay. So the heartland of America. Okay. Let's move on. Oops. I'm okay. sorry. I hit the mic. <laughs> okay. ah, okay. I right. felt my third no, something no, there. Like, what what happens? That? I, that's what happens. <laughs> Are you happy where you're at right now? Oh my God, no. I have so much to do. Mm. So much to do. I mean, I'm, I'm ecstatic where I'm at, but... I think staying stagnant. I guess I hear stagnant when you say that. Are you happy where you're at? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I'm happy right now. Okay. And I'm happy right now. Okay. And I'm happy right now. Mm -hmm. You know, but where I'm at in life, I have so much that I want to give and enable others to do and mm -hmm. provide for others. I just, I, I want to be the Mother Teresa and the Dr. Ruth of the next hundred years. Okay. I figure, I hope I got 47 at least. <laughs> you'll be all right. You're going to be all, you're going to be just fine. Um, do you believe it's something inside of you that you must have to, to be successful in what you're doing? With um, that's with comedy, the giving water, any, all, everything. Do you think it has to be something inside of you? Ooh, does something inside of me happen during my coma? Okay. So I was T-boned by a semi in my Volkswagen. Oh, right. In 1981. Okay. And Thank God you're here. Yeah. Amen.
Amen. You know, he didn't accept me. He sent me back. <laughs> but during my coma at the end, the mom was like, okay, so what are we going to do now? And a voice came out of nowhere that I'd never heard before mm -hmm. and said, no, I have more for you to do. Exactly. And boom, I woke up. Massive headache. Mm -hmm. um, took another x-ray and said she's good to go and sent me home with lots of drugs mm -hmm. and green jello which i hate to this day oh lordy okay and that's, so that's cool mm -hmm. but now i believe that the giving water is the all-inclusive rising tide floats all boats and the way it all came about is truly from god and i need to do that and if i have to give up comedy to do it or i will or anything actually okay so she she is in it she you see she believes in it so please help please sponsor her give to the giving water okay what then what do you believe what could help you be more su successful in this field than others um just in the giving water just having america hydrate and change its hydration habits and make a donation so i can provide free water for the over 3 million Americans in America that have no water in their homes. I find that just revolting mm -hmm. that we've let that happen. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to take that crisis that's already on the brink of tragedy and turn that around. Okay. And I would like every single mother that, I'd like every family to be able to give within their budget. Mm -hmm. That's not something that's usually done. Mm -hmm. And I know the Giving Water will do that. Okay, that's, um, it seems like a very, it seems like a great nonprofit. And how long have you been, how long have you been doing the Giving Water? How many years have you um, well, devoted your life to this? Cause you're devoted. Well, a lot before I got my license for the Giving Water, mm -hmm. we got our 501c3 in December of 2017 mm -hmm. and then my life fell apart God wasn't ready for this to happen mm -hmm. and got divorced mm -hmm. so that took a while mm -hmm. and then COVID hit mm -hmm. that led us to 2019 mm -hmm. is when I got COVID mm -hmm. and that took me down for two years mm -hmm. so now I have the chug challenge I have the rap song mm -hmm. um so people are it. coming along and it's just about getting America to follow right so it's always been on the back burner you never really left it alone in 2007 even oh, though you went through the thing never yeah always. so it's always been so 2017 so that's that's a that's a good chunk of your this is a good chunk of time oh it was before that because I came up with it before that and was okay. actually gonna open it as an advertising and marketing company mm. and then god gave me some visions and people said stuff to me and mm. we changed it to a nonprofit, so everybody wins okay businesses add to their brand right by taking their advertising and marketing money and turning it into a charitable donation mm -hmm. and going home in your hand where's bottled water in your life and the community gets to see who really supports them. Mm -hmm. Charities receive water and funds they didn't think were possible. And you and I can now give. And a great thing later, you'll see somebody walking down the road with a bottle of the giving water, two handsome men. The other one will have like 
Fiji water, mm. right? One will have the giving water and they'll both be nice. But who are you gonna take? The one with the hydrated, kind heart or the one that thinks the show is better? Do you do or do you show? Okay. You can do both with the giving water. All right, a girl, you you you're bleeding and drinking it. All right, do you believe that you could do this without any support? What I mean, family, friends, spouse, pets, hobbies, or psychiatrists? No. Okay. Yeah. That's... No, and I'd like to apologize to the two psychiatrists that I make cry. I apologize. <laughs> but you should really find a new job. <laughs> Just for laughs, what are some things you do to relieve intense or stressful days? Sex, masturbation, we all, that everyone, drink water. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's I, mean, way, I, I, I don't know go. what she... Right, I just want to know. <laughs> I don't know. That's a pretty typical answer, I for, think, for all women. Not everybody. Not everybody's saying the same thing, but it's been a few. Right? It's been a few. Like, eat? A few. Uh, some people could say eat, or, you know, they go take a walk. You know, maybe they were too embarrassed. I don't know. You but... take a walk after you masturbate. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. That's the best stress reliever. It no? is for women, for women. But I think it. But it's still like, it's like especially my mom. It's, it's taboo. Taboo. So I, I talk about. I talk about. You know, there's opportunities for my for my dinglings to be here. My mom goes, "Why do people need those? You need they one, actually. You, need, you, you need don't one. know how bad you need <laughs> one. That smile be changing, right? Instead of frown, be yes, upside down. Exactly. Flip you around. <laughs> What's your favorite but, color? Um, green. Okay, what what kind of green? Like, like bright green? Like emerald green, and I love an emerald, too. Mm, okay. Surrounded by diamonds. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. That's my birthstone's diamond. Mine, too, in April. A April, yeah. exactly. Do April you, what? I'm third. Oh, mm-hmm. my husband was the fourth. I'm my, the 28th. My ex-husband was the 17th. Really? Yeah. Do you really? like animals? Um, yeah. Which ones? All of them. Okay, okay. Yeah, when I was a kid, I liked snakes and stuff Mm -hmm. and more of the reptile things. But we always had dogs and cats. Yeah, I have family members. Mm -hmm. They're scared of reptiles. And so every time they wanted to move in with me, I'll buy it. I got a snake. I, <laughs> I got a I got a lizard and frog. <laughs> yeah, like my house it. back in Nebraska. I have the whole wildlife thing. Except for the bunnies gone, the fox ate the bunny. Mm-hmm. That's life. That's what happened. I mean, it's the change of life. It's the yeah, circle of life. Somebody circle of life. the fox. He needed to eat. He was there, available. <laughs> but yeah, I just no. I just gave away my dog. Mm-hmm. Giving away a dog is one of the hardest things it you is. ever do. It is. That's when you understand adoption with the child and how somebody can give away a child. Right. Yeah. Well, That's someone, love. Well, some people, you know, they they're, they're, you never know people's circumstances, so I can't judge. You know, I can't well, judge. Well, when you can't take care of something and you have to give it away instead of not take care of it and but keep least, it. But at least, my, uh, it, do you have, like, the open relationship, like, at adoption? Like, you can go by the gate and go, hey. Oh, yeah, but I can't. I... Oh my God, I can't do that right now for me. Okay. And I don't want the dog to think that I just left it on a trip because I've been traveling so much and doing stuff Mm -hmm. that that's why it just wasn't home and my roommate was abusive to it right well you're doing the right thing that's what I'm saying about children you're doing the right thing because you know that's exactly yeah you're doing the right thing I'm doing the right thing you are are (laughs) are you in a relationship no what's wrong with you 
I don't know. Aww. What are you no, looking for? I'm, what are you looking for? What am I looking for? I'm looking for what I am. I'm looking for somebody happy. Hmm. I'm looking with themselves, for, right? Yes. Yes. I'm looking for somebody that's productive, hmm. that wants to move forward. Hmm. Somebody that's profitable, right? Preach, somebody. Girl. I'm not looking for a man to be in an equal relationship. I don't want to be in an equal relationship. I want you to be a man. I want to be a woman. I don't want. If a man takes you to dinner and says, hey, "Pay half the bills." He's going to, there's going to be a snowstorm. He's going to be sitting inside after work where you've both gone to work and you got kids. You're going to come home and shovel the driveway and he's going to feel good about making you a cup of coffee. No, I, like I don't want that type of relationship anymore. I don't want to take care of a man. I want okay, a well, man to take care of me. That was just a hypothetical. Oh, because I'm about to say, what back to that dinner thing about splitting the bill? Did you, did you plan? Who, who, who said Nobody that? Nobody would ever yeah, split you, the bill on yeah, me. I'm, I'm fucking I'm, taking yeah, the bathroom I'm and diving out. on you, baby. <laughs> that ain't fucking happening. Oh, like, what happened? That shit. And as a waiter, can I just say FYI? Never, ever put the bill in between the man right. and the woman you put it on the man's right. side every time and if you don't know you were just told hmm. and the waiter said well i didn't know i said well you were just told pay attention next table puts it right in the middle we are not equal no we can reproduce you can't you pay oh you heard <laughs> that i heard that snap on that Okay, well, we're going to wrap this podcast oh, up. No, yes, yes. I don't want to go. I know, it's a great conversation. It was a great conversation with my friend here, Red Dawn. Red Dawn. Yes. Red, goddess of love See? on IG. Dawn Smith on Facebook. But the real is thegivingwater.org. Dawn Weir. Go there, read all about me, my history. Okay. And you realize I'm not as crazy as this conversation. This has been fun. Thank you so much. Tell the listeners, um, you told the listeners uh, how to get in contact with the, con- uh, the, the, the Giving Water, but do you have any shows coming up? Yes. So they will be announced on Coop's Cabaret, the hotspot on Facebook, and at Red Goddess of Love on ig okay you'll you'll see it under las vegas groups and Mm -hmm. but call coops cabaret hotspot and ask for your ticket now okay i believe and tickets include a brunch and a great show lots of education to carry you through life all right and we're gonna wrap it up one more time (laughs) you can hear you can hear thank you thank you you can hear Miss D Happiness, the Spingali Goddess, on pod on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't and I don't edit either. The Spingali Goddess podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Radio Public, iTunes, and wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you for listening to us, and have a blessed day. Bye.